Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 18 of Shoe Booty Sports. Uh, Shoe Booty Sports uh, is a podcast presented by Rhino Races. Rhino Races is a virtual running series that offers five different races, a 5K, a 10K, a half marathon, a marathon, and the Rhino Ultra. Five races. Sign up at rhinoraces.com and uh, see further details on the races while you're there. Check out their merch while you're at it. Also, uh, Shoe Booty Sports, you can find us on Spotify, Apple, and Google Podcasts, and uh, also here on YouTube. Be sure to subscribe to the YouTube channel uh, if you're watching us on here, and you can also follow us on Twitter at Shoe Booty Sports, all lowercase letters. But uh, This is Graham Powell. This is Bradley Brown, what up? co-host, and here we are at episode 18. 18, and, man. 18. Yep. Episode Peyton Manning. So, we will start <laughs> off by... Showing some showing some love to the Arkansas Razorbacks with their 75-73 win over Kentucky at Bud Walton Arena on Saturday. Woo pig suey. Yeah. Uh, heck of a game, heck of a start. Started off with a 15-2. A 15-2 run to start the game. I didn't think it would last. Uh, I, I was just enjoying it while it lasted. And, of course, Kentucky closed, closed it to six at halftime and they were able to take the lead, you know, uh, not by much, but I mean, they were g- going back and forth in the second half, but that was the thing. Anytime Kentucky went up, Arkansas had an answer for them. So it was cool to see that, but Arkansas has won 13 of their last 14, I believe it is now. So yeah, I think, yeah, I think that's right. Yeah. Heck of a run. They're four and zero against top 25 teams. These guys are peaking at the right time. They got a, they got a big one tomorrow night against LSU. I can't. Is it at LSU or is it at home? Yeah, uh, no. Remember. We played LSU earlier. Whenever they were, we yeah, we beat them at their place earlier in the season. So surely it's here at Bud Walton. Okay, right? so it'll be it'll be at Bud Walton. Saturday's game is at Tennessee. That's the one I'm thinking of. Yeah. So yeah, I'll be missing that one. I'll be finishing up uh, the Little Rock Marathon that day. So no, what? No, wait. Is it's Saturday, right? Yeah. Tennessee? Yeah. Yeah, that's Saturday. I don't know what I was thinking. I'll be able to watch that. I'm just doing the 5K that day. So, <laughs> right on. I'll get to actually watch that game. Okay, cool. So, it's it's been an interesting week. So, <clears throat> that's my excuse anyway. So, take uh, your word on it. Yeah, cough button. <clears throat> that's how it works, right? But no. anyway, these, these guys, Arkansas is peaking at the right time, it looks like. I mean, 13 of the last 14. It's, uh, you know, you could say it started, uh, several games ago, but I mean, they're playing their best ball right now. Uh, how far they can go. We'll see. You never know how it pans out in the sec tournament. Uh, Alabama, they did win the regular season championship and the conference tournament last year. So, you know, the best team in the conference did you know, did what they were supposed to do, but Arkansas got one more round past them, you know, in the NCAA, NCAA tournament, which is what really matters. So, I mean, you never know what can happen in the SEC tournament, though, but that's one of those that's just whoever's hot, you know, for those couple of days, to those few days, they're usually the ones that, if they're good enough, come out on top. So, uh, but as far as how far Arkansas can go, in the tourney, what kind of team do we see them as? I think these guys could, I mean, they're, they look like a sweet 16 team, 
Sweet 16 team for sure. Uh, they're confident. J.D. Note has already said, I mean, we, we feel like we can beat anybody, which I'm cool with him saying that. Yeah. Uh, they're 4-0 against top 25 teams, uh, including wins over then number one Auburn and, you know, number six Kentucky on Saturday. But if they win out, I don't know who Auburn has these last couple of games, but Auburn loses one of those games. Arkansas is the SEC regular season champion if they went out. Now, of course, that's two games away. Who knows what's going to happen? One of the last one is at Tennessee. No gimme by any means. No. LSU's, not, LSU's not a gimme either. I mean, there's, no. there's really no gimmies. Just looking at the scores, I mean, Georgia's 6-24, and 24, I think it is, or 26-25, and 25, one of the two. And they lost 75-68 to Tennessee. You know, they were at home, Georgia was, but still. And Ole Miss, I think, is the second lowest rated team in the conference. At least they're, I mean, they're down there. You know, they lose 83-72 to Kentucky. I mean, some of that could be garbage points, you know, you never know. But, I mean, 75-68 over a Georgia team that's, I don't know if they've beaten anybody, you know, in the conference. I mean, it's just not, nothing's a gimme in this league anymore. I've No, SEC's I'm, playing some good ball right now, that's for sure. I've never seen the SEC this stacked in men's basketball. I don't, it's I don't always think anyone been, has. <laughs> yeah, like in the, in the 90s when Arkansas was good, you know, when it, winning the national championship and getting back there, it was Arkansas or Kentucky. You know, you knew you, it was just one of those two. And, yeah, because Arkansas was 31-3 and three the year they won it all, which just sounds, you know, kind of unheard of today just with, I guess, more – I don't know if I'd say it's more parody uh, with all the one and duns and all that now. Cause I mean, college basketball, just overall quality was just the whole thing was, was better then just cause you had guys stick oh, yeah. around longer and you could kind of find a player and you had him for three or four years. So you kind of developed a, an attachment to them. I won't say a bond, but like an attachment to them. I mean, I'll I'll never forget a Corliss Williamson or a Scotty Thurman. They were around for three years, you know. Uh, Moses Moody was around for one. You know, he he was our best yeah. player last year, so that was it was great to have him. But I think Mus has done a good job of embracing the current atmosphere, taking advantage of the transfer portal, and this Jordan Washington guy, the five star big that they have coming in. He's I mean, Jordan Washington said himself, he's like, you know, part of what lured me to Arkansas was just muscle, you know, Muss's plan. He, he says I should be here a year and then be in the league. And he had this just big plan written out on a whiteboard for him. But uh, that's part of, I mean, Muss is, he knows what he's doing. But anyway, these guys are fun to watch. Um, I'm really going to check out the LSU game. Considering it's at home, for sure, I, I'm going to go with Arkansas. But you never know in this league. Nothing surprises me anymore. No. So, but how about JT Note Saturday? We'll kind of recap the Kentucky game a little bit. I'm rambling some on it, but it's 30 plus points. I think, yeah, I think he had 30. Yeah, I think he had 30 even. Oh, they're right at 30. Yeah. I believe so. <laughs> Dude. But that, Kentucky, that Kentucky big, though, man. 
sheep to Sheboy or whatever you like that's yeah, once the thing. they started feeding him man it, it changed I mean, they couldn't stop that's the thing i love me some Jalen williams but he had no answer for him i mean he, he had no and he had no answer against the florida center either you know the florida center i think had 34 on us or something well yeah so, that guy was a giraffe i mean he was a scrawny one a giraffe <clears throat> oh a giraffe tall, tall, okay tall animal right. long neck yes he was but yeah, I mean, no, Jalen Williams is a nice player. Uh, I certainly want him on my team, and he was huge against Kentucky, especially For down sure. the stretch when he finally right. realized, "Hey, this guy can't guard me." You know, he's eating me up, but he can't guard me. I'm going to take it out here and then get to the basket and draw a foul. It's like it's like it clicked finally, you know. And so, but he had a big game too. Um, like that's the he's, thing. I mean, who, he's who pretty much a walking double double, yeah. Yeah, who who can guard you know Toshibwe? I don't even know if I'm saying that right, but it's a di- Oscar. I think his name is Oscar. But no, at least it has a easy first name. True that. But anyway, that was I mean that was cool to see those guys go back and forth. Obviously, being an Arkansas guy, I was I didn't like seeing it. Him just eating us alive, you know, in the paint. <laughs> Now he did camp out in the lane for yeah. It seemed like eight seconds a per possession. It wasn't getting called, but I wasn't watching it either. Like I didn't notice it till people were playing no. it out. You know, I didn't notice it until then. I was like, yeah, okay, yeah, but yeah, who cares? Because game's over and we won. They weren't going to go back and call it anyway. But anyway, Arkansas being, yeah, I could see them as a Sweet Sixteen team. I don't know about beating anybody. I, I wouldn't go as far as to say a Final Four team, because you never know what's going to happen in the NCAA tournament. But I could see them getting to the round of 16. What say you? Uh, man, yeah, I can, I can definitely see them getting to the Sweet 16. And like I said, uh, man, I want to say Elite Eight, but it's so freaking tough, dude. It's freaking tough to make it, make it two rounds, man. I mean... Yeah, I mean, you saw how Alabama, how good Alabama was last year, winning the SEC regular season tournament. Hell, stop making it one round. <laughs> yeah, and and then they get to sixteen, and you know, get upset. I mean, you just you never know. In in, in one game with one game, you never know what can happen. No. So hey, if yeah. it happens, hell yeah, <laughs> absolutely, uh, absolutely. But it. I don't know. These guys are fun to watch either way. It's a cool team. It's a fun team to root for. And definitely something to continue to build on with the number two recruiting class in the country coming in. But, you know, two of the five stars, you know, Nick Smith from North Little Rock, Jordan Washington, and, you know, three, four stars coming in behind them, among others. I'm sure Muss is going to take advantage of the transfer portal as well. Uh, I, I believe Note. I don't know that he'll do it, but he he's even got a year of eligibility to come back. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know. That'd be awesome if he did, but he, yeah, I mean, he's he's he probably go after this year. Yeah, but I mean, that's the thing. He's he's a point, right? So he, yeah, I don't. I mean, he could. I mean, he scores. He drops twenty. He averages twenty a game in the SEC in this SEC. So. I mean, he, dude's gonna Duke can play at the next level. Duke can just score. He can just flat out score, and he can do it when it matters, and that's important. But huge fan of his. 
been a heck of a year to watch him. Uh, just hopefully they continue to get, continue to do good things. But uh, going from one scoring point point guard to another, we'll we'll go to the NBA. And there was a little trade that happened recently. I'm sure everybody's heard. Harden to the Sixers and Ben Simmons to in return to the Nets. We cover we've touched on that a little bit, but I mean. It's all sunshine and rainbows right now. I mean, they're on a three-game winning streak, and you know, Harden dropped a double-double the other night. Embiid put up thirty-seven uh, in their last win. Yeah, as Harden got his triple-double. Uh, interesting stat though from that game: uh, Embiid had twenty-three of his points uh, at the free throw line, and the last person to make that many free throws in the game was his teammate James Harden, and with twenty-four in twenty nineteen. But yeah, a lot of people are saying, hey, this is the new Shaq and Kobe, you know, Embiid and Harden. You know, let's pump the brakes on that. How many games have they played? It's only been, what, three? I, three I don't it, it, They're on a three-game winning streak. I, I don't know. I, I think they've played more than three, but not many. Maybe five. But, I mean, they're, this is clearly an upgrade, clearly something that's the, a trade that the 76ers won. Because, I mean, they, if they can stay getting along, because they're both pretty, I mean, Embiid is very outspoken, and Harden is Harden. He's gotten into it pretty with somebody pretty much anywhere he's gone. Um, so we'll see how long it lasts, but they're in the honeymoon phase right now, and they seem to like each other. So hopefully it'll last. Yeah. But... I mean, you, you could say that about him and Westbrook, too, and even him and Durant, at, you know, earlier this year. But And we saw how that panned out. But, hey, if they, I mean, if they continue to win, that'll certainly help things. But, yeah, we, I mean, let's, we can pump the brakes on the new Shaq and Kobe thing. But they, but they are intriguing. It's a, it's a good duo to have, for sure, yeah. on a team that's already pretty good. And, yeah, I mean, they're going to contend. They're going to contend for the – in the east absolutely i could i mean i could see them i could see them coming out of the east for sure you got miami you got chicago and then you got them behind them chicago is a good team miami's a good team but who on those teams would you rather have than Harden or Embiid? you know when they're healthy exactly like maybe it may be a jimmy <laughs> Butler, but no, I'd I would still take those two. So yeah, the, these guys can certainly come out of the East and contend for the next five six years if they stay healthy. But I don't know. Harden kind of trips me out a little bit. Just kind of we he came into came into the league out of shape or came into the season out of shape, <laughs> and he's played himself in shape. But he still kind of looks like, you know, a guy that that used to be like really good back in the day, and just shows up for the gym and wants to play with the younger guys and just kind of show he still got it. And it's called a dad. Yeah, but he, but he, but he does. I mean, the dude <laughs> still balls out. You know, comes out averaging twenty seven a night or whatever it is, but. Yeah, it. I. I just. Uh, and to be fair, these last couple of wins came against the Timberwolves and the Knicks. So, 
we can, we can pump the brakes on the duo compare, but I mean, it, it's a unique duo and I certainly could see, I could certainly see them coming out of the East, whether they beat, I, I don't know if they're going to beat Phoenix or Golden State. I would not think so. I wouldn't pick them to. No. Maybe Phoenix, but I, I would, I, I would still, I would still go with Phoenix to come out on top with that. As, assuming Chris Paul is back and healthy and but yeah so it, it's gonna it'll be fun to watch uh unfold as the as the season continues to progress we're i mean we're already past the all-star break though we're in march it's kind of weird isn't it does it feel Very like it's weird. march no it felt like it today <clears throat> that was the thing it, nice. i mean it, it was 70 degrees here today it's pretty warm what was it there? What was it there where you were at? I think I got a, I think I got up to seventy up here, but hell, there's still a little bit of ice on the ground that still hasn't melted. Oh, all our all our ice is gone. Yeah, but we we didn't get much of the the sleet wasn't exactly it came down, but it didn't stick. Like I got up that morning to come to see if I needed to come to work, so I walk outside at five forty five a.m. and I was like. Oh man. Like I just knew I was like I can't <laughs> I can't make an excuse not to go to work in this. So it was a somewhat easy day though, so it wasn't a bad day to go to work. It did now I did have ice on the windshield of my car and it took twenty minutes just to get the ice off my car. So I was late for that. But the roads were completely fine. How'd it take twenty minutes to get ice off your car? Because the ice is like this thick on my windshield. And I wasn't going to get like a chisel. A pretty chisel pretty gnarly ice, man. Yeah. Okay. Maybe like that, but thick enough. Thick enough that, I mean, I couldn't get it off my car. So without just chipping away at it, and I wasn't going to do that. I was just like, hey, I'm going to be late. <laughs> I was like, I'm not going to do, I'm going to get out and do, I mean, yeah, I'll get the scraper and get the frost off, but I'm not going to get out there and chisel away at ice. Like it'll, you know, turn the de- crank the defrost up. It'll melt, and then crank I'll chip up. away. Then I'll chip away at it as it's, you know, melting. It's easier to do that way. So yeah, there's your tips on getting the ice off your windshield. Ladies Start and your car and wait. <laughs> exactly. Because <laughs> you, you're not going to be able to get that kind of information elsewhere. But anyway. I'm going to try to quit saying anyway so much. I noticed that as I say it again. I'll come up with another term for it. So how good is Ja Morant and how good can he be? I mean, the dude is an absolute human highlight reel. Yeah. They already got had a guy that got that nickname. Shout out, Dominique. But ESPN just tweeted out the you and I watched it before coming on here, just what all he did in one game, like the half court, the shot clock, the absolute posterization of Podal or however you say his last name, P O E T L. I believe it is. <laughs> well, it's maybe that might be what they're calling him after that, but that was, yeah, that was that was sick, and just the, the, his layups, his three sixty layups, and I mean the dude just like he's like Jordan was was when he was younger. He just jumps and then he just stays up there for a while, and 
does a spin if he has to lays it beside you if he has to okay you're okay i'm in the air okay he's going this way. i'm just going to go with the left with it so i mean the dude is just absolutely fun to watch and memphis he's got i mean he's got the grizzlies sitting third in the west at 43 and 20 he put up 52 that night that you know we're talking about he's the next big star you know i mean he he's obviously he's the clear-cut next big star uh yeah i'd say i'd have to say he's my new he's my new favorite player i mean he's gotta be right i mean he's just he's must see tv i sent i sent that to a a girl i know just that just that highlight she's like wow i may may start watching basketball again yeah i mean because she was a basketball player but yeah she she thought i was like wow i may start watching basketball again that dude is awesome i was like yes he is you should anytime he's on but let's so John ja Morant, yeah, this is he's he was drafted in 2019, taken in the 2019 draft, second overall from the, by the Grizzlies, and taken behind Zion Williamson, who we have not seen in a while. I see him on that Mountain Dew commercial. <laughs> is it, well, he's got a shoe deal too. I think he's got a 75 million dollar shoe deal, so he's not he's not going to be in a big hurry to come back. What kind of shoes? Sure, I mean, don't but... no. It, I, well, of course, it is. Well, don't act surprised. LeBron had a ninety million dollar shoe deal before he even played a played an NBA game. And Zion was the number one pick. He's and he's been known since he was probably fourteen years old, just because of the genetic kind of freak he is. <laughs> Sheer size of the guy, man. Uh, that Absolutely. video, that video clip of uh, that I don't know if it was him in uh, junior high or high school, but the short little white dude trying to guard him and just, <laughs> just <laughs> did not work out whatsoever. That's he's pretty, like acting that's, all hard and getting up and clapping in his face and shit. <laughs> yeah, backfired big time. Oh, I didn't. I've, I've sure, I'm sure I've seen that, but I forgot. Oh, you've I've definitely seen it, man. It's yeah. hilarious. That's just foolishness, though. Like, why would you do that? Kid gets an E for effort, I guess. But uh, it's something like that. Uh, so Zion, like I said, Zion been out with this injury. Is this something Zion may be doing to try to get out of New Orleans? Uh, I don't know because what's, what's the new injury? He's like not he even aggravated the. He's not even there. He's like he's not even in New Orleans rehab, and I, th- I think he's in like at Nike headquarters or something like rehabbing. I'm not even sure. I know he's not there. I don't, I don't know if this. And of course, he didn't. He didn't talk to talk to CJ McCollum. You know, after the trade, didn't welcome him in, welcome welcome him in or anything. Can, can he? I'm hesitant. It's early, but I mean, is there a chance Zion can bust? Yeah, there's definitely a. I think there's definitely a chance he can bust. I mean, I feel like a lot of people are saying that it's too, it's too early. But if if you had to redo the draft today, I mean, he's not think, a bust yet, but he can definitely be a bust. Like, yes, but but obviously, if you had to redo the draft today. You're taking John ja Moran over Zion. 
Yeah, if you know everything that you do now, for sure. Exactly. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying today. <laughs> it's, it's like, <laughs> like he, I mean, who was it that took Portland? Yeah. If you're Portland, you're, you're not going to take Sam Bowie over Michael Jordan. You know, if you could do it over again. I don't know that the no. Rockets, I don't know if the Rockets even take Hakeem. Probably not. Even though that was a smart pick. I mean, it's Hakeem Lajuan. Yeah. You, you, you know you can't go wrong with that. And just traditionally always, you're just told if it's a toss-up, take the big. You know, because they're more likely to pan out. Although the year Durant and Odin went to the draft, 2005 or six or whatever it was, I was saying the whole time, I was like, dude, I would take Kevin Durant. Like, I, I mean, I see it with Odin. Like, he was dominant <laughs> at Ohio State, but I was like, dude, that's, that guy's amazing. Kevin Durant, yeah. like, I would take that guy. Yeah, even though he played for Texas, yeah, he was, he was pretty amazing. But yeah, those, the top two incredible. picks, he had a, the top two picks, we had, the options were uh, a walking stick figure or uh, an elderly person. Because <laughs> Owen looked like he was in his mid fifties, man. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he yeah, he looks like Uncle Drew, like Kyrie's Uncle Drew at nineteen years old. You know, Dude. what's that guy? Doing? I mean, I mean, his knees were like that. Yeah, I mean his his knees, you know, looked like the. Like just kind of his, fa- his facial features did, just you know, really old. But so mm-hmm. sorry, I, I, Greg Oden did get a ring in Miami. So there you go. He was yeah, he wasn't much of a contributor, but he did he did come in and throw down a dunk a game or so. That was about all he could handle. But <laughs> I mean, it's it, yeah. I don't know, unfortunate for him. I mean, he could have been something, but you could have said that. You could say that about a lot of people. So, a lot of folks. But obviously, if you could do it again, you take Durant, and if you could do this and again, you take you take Morant. Huh? I was just looking at the last four letters. Wow, sure. similar. <laughs> it's an interesting correlation. Durant and Morant. Interesting, but. <clears throat> Yeah, he's he's obviously the next big star. John Moran is. How good can Memphis be? Will they do what's necessary to build around them so they can contend in the future? That remains to be seen. We'll see what happens. But he's going to be a lot of fun to watch over these next ten years for sure. Yeah. So keep it up, man. Fun to watch, and we will jump to. We'll jump to the jump to football now, but well, no, no, we'll we'll, we'll stick with basketball for for a little okay. longer. Okay, so okay, did you? Speaking of the Pelicans, they beat the Lakers by twenty eight over the weekend, and the LA fans let them know how displeased they were with some booze. And what's the record now? Like 31, 30 something, twenty eight. No, the Lakers have a losing record. They're like 20... 28 and 30-something. It's like 27 and 33 or something. They're ninth in the West as of today, Tuesday, March 1st. (laughs) Ninth in the West, and 
LeBron's averaging 29 a game, but I mean, he, you know, he, he's probably missed 15 games. He, you can just look at his body language on the court. It's just lackluster at times. And I, I, I feel like I'm sure his teammates feed off of that a little bit, but, and they asked Westbrook, Westbrook about it. And he just, he had a Westbrook answer. Like, you know, I don't pay attention to that stuff. I don't worry about it, which is the answer you should have. But yeah. this team just clearly isn't working. It's the team LeBron wanted and he's irritated. They didn't make a move at the trade deadline, the front of Palenka and company. And the Lakers response is essentially, Hey, this is what you wanted. Make it work. You know, we're not going to. I took it as we're not going going to continue to move our young talent that we like, you know, to appease to you. I mean, you're the dude's he's 37 years old. At some point you got to prepare for life after LeBron. No. And they realize that no matter how it ends, they they got a ring out of it. I mean, they, they it's it's a success. They got a they got a trophy out of it with AD and LeBron. So no matter what happens moving forward, it was a success to bring him in. So, but I, I, how much of this? Uh, how much blame does LeBron deserve for how the Lakers have done these? Well, all season. Uh, I wouldn't say, I wouldn't say a hundred percent, like all of it, but, uh, well, of course man, not. Say, He's putting up, I mean, cause then what, cause then what does Westbrook get to three, what the injury, what eighties injuries get, what the injuries to the other team or other team members get. And it's not on but Westbrook either. Like it's, I it. mean, if it, I'd say. I mean, majority, I mean, hell, if it's just 51%, I mean, I would say majority is on LeBron. Uh, I wouldn't give him, I don't know, 50 to 60% maybe. <laughs> yeah, I don't even know that I can throw a number on it. It's just, he he definitely deserves some blame for it just because of, yeah, he, hel- a- he helped put this team together. I mean, it's the LeBron effect. No matter Wherever he goes, the yeah. team, ends, he gets his buddies. They instantly get older. They trade away yeah. the young talent. And that's why I said, like, the Cleveland thing is probably not even going to happen. Like, he's, he's like, you know, I'm not ruling out a return to Cleveland. It's like, who said Cleveland want, wanted you? You know, like, maybe I mean, to come in as a free agent and take a take significantly less pay. But they got a good team there that's going to be good for a while. Mm-hmm. I don't think the Lakers are going to let LeBron go. I mean, they're, the outlook without LeBron is, hell, are you not going to win for – a while. I mean, at least your outlook with LeBron is, hey, as long as you get, you know, the right pieces, you can compete for a ring. I mean, for it's, how long? I, yeah, I mean, that's the thing is how, many, how many more you, years. I, I would I mean, say, hell, if you can get, if you can invest, I mean, hell, just look at the Rams. They went all in for a championship. You can, you can still do that in time. I mean, it'll be worth it if they can pull it off in the next not, two seasons. Not these, not, not this season. You can't though. Well, n- not this Trade season. Deadline's over. Know. And I LeBron's heard, thirty-seven. He's not staffing. Yeah, yeah. I heard some. <laughs> true. I heard somebody on TV earlier, man. I think at lunch they were saying, "Well, maybe, maybe Lakers could still make it as a play-in team." But I don't. I mean, I don't even. I don't see that happening. 
Okay, yeah. and then and then you get to play and the then what? Well, yeah, and then you get to get curb stomped. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, or the Man. Warriors. Yeah, we'll see how that goes. Yeah, you'll you'll get dropped in four easy by thirty a game. Yeah. So, I, I if I'm not gonna, tr- I'm not at the point where I would trade LeBron. It depend on what they offered me, but I would I would listen. I would probably I would move AD if I'm the Lakers in the in the off season. I would I would move AD. You got, like I said, it it worked. You got a championship out of it, but he can't stay healthy. He's not the same player he was, you know, seven eight years ago. He's just not. No. Um, and it, it's yeah, I would I would see what I could get for him. I would move him. I'd keep LeBron. It's LeBron, but you get rid of Westbrook. You get out of that contract. You get rid of it. You know, you move Definitely AD. Get rid of Westbrook. <laughs> you move AD. They got to get shooters. They got to get younger. That's the thing. They wanted Buddy Heald over Westbrook, a shooter. And LeBron wanted Westbrook. And we see how that's going. So so I, I don't necessarily blame Laker management for saying that you made this bed. Go lie in it. So, but so yeah, he- I'm, I'm not at the point of trading LeBron, but I would definitely would you- move many other pieces including ad and westbrook what'd you think about the uh the booze fans booing i i I don't i can understand it i mean that's the question do you boo is it okay to boo your own to boo your team is it okay to do that professional most definitely you can boo the hell out of professionals they make money that stuff (laughs) What about college? I mean, they get their school paid for and get money. <sighs> true, true. But says that I, I, I don't remember. Like the, I don't like seeing it. But I mean, we've all seen it. We've all seen it. I mean, it's hell not. Up. It's not a good look, buddy. No, it's not a good look. But most of the booze I feel at the college level are aimed towards the coaching or a play call or something that happened. Like, but we. I don't know, man. That Coastal Carolina came a couple of years ago with uh, the fans booing. <laughs> or no, they were cheering Coastal Carolina as they came off the field. That one was pretty rough, followed by some boost to the Hogs. That Are we talking about the Chad Morris era? Yes. Okay. Yeah, it's all like a blur to me. So Yeah. Uh, no, but see, that uh, was like dream. comical. I thought that was funny. Oh, yeah, that's what yeah. – Arkansas fans were like making a joke out of it. It's like, we well, were – we this were all rooting for Western Kentucky to whip our asses. <laughs> whatever time we wanted, that, we wanted that because we knew it would happen. Like we just wanted him gone. We were like, well, we want to, we want to lose out so this guy can get out of here. And I mean, that's essentially what happened. But yeah. it, I, I think, yeah, I think it's, it's not a good look. It kind of depends on how you do it. Like, like the Arkansas fans, I mean, we're kind of making a joke out of it during now. Arkansas fans aren't flawless by any means or stretch of the imagination. No. I don't want it to, I'm not, I don't want it to make it out like I'm being a homer here. Uh-uh. Uh, they've been wildly inappropriate in some of the things <laughs> they've done, but as a whole, yeah, <laughs> but or, Just or, and the select flashbacks, few, yeah. and the select few, but. Like that was just kind of funny. It's like, well, let, let's just—I mean, I mean, it became a comedy show. 
the whole Chad Morris era. So they just were making the most of that situation. Uh, Lakers fans are, I mean, this is the Lakers. This is as top tier as you get in basketball. It just is. So I can understand the frustration. Yeah, I think it's okay to, I think it's okay to boo your guys. Like, it depends on the situation, though. Like, okay, going back to an Arkansas game, I'll put it this way. <clears throat> the year that we, we being Arkansas, played Texas at home in Fayetteville, it was Matt Jones' senior year. And Arkansas got the ball, and we were moving down the field on the last possession of the game. That 2004? No. Yeah, and Matt Jones fumbled it, and they recovered. And then I remember the people behind me just like just 180 it i mean just completely turned on matt jones and we're just booing the heck out of him you know just like and i just i looked back and i was like he's the only reason we're in this game like Man, yeah, and you're gonna boo our quarterback especially with what he's done the previous three and, years yeah didn't was, texas win by two that that game and the the real difference was the snap over the head into the end zone for safety I can't remember. I, it was a close game. I mean, we, we could have very much won. And, of course, Vince Young was the quarterback. That was yep. the year before he went on to become a national champion. Uh, but, I mean, uh, yeah, Arkansas, I mean, we had him on the ropes. Like, I mean, we were moving the ball down the field via Matt Jones, and he just he fumbled it. And they, But that that's, that's what I was like. I was like, really, y'all are going to boo this guy after all he's <laughs> – after all he's done for this school <laughs> and he considering he's he the re- back on the map yeah considering he's the reason we're in this game to begin with like i i couldn't believe that and so so that's why i'm i'm gonna yeah i'm gonna hold my school accountable for its behavior too as you as you are but yeah i think it's okay to do that just depending on the like it's it's not okay to boo your fans like in a situation or boo your team or players in a situation like that but if you're just that, like going back to another Arkansas game when Houston Nut calls a halfback draw on third and six for for the third straight possession, it's okay to boo him as he's coming off the field for halftime. Nut won a lot of games for us and looked like a genius after uh, the Petrino car wreck for a while. It's like, man, yeah, we'll take that any day <laughs> compared to what, what we got after that. But it's okay. Yeah, it's okay to show some dissatisfaction and that's the only way you can do it other than going down and having a personal conversation with them so yeah yeah it's okay to boo it it's not the best look but at the same time it's like i mean what else are we gonna do like we can't how else are we gonna show our displeasure with this garbage that's on the field it's a non-violent way of showing displeasure (laughs) worst thing you can do is hurt their feelings yeah (laughs) precisely course you never know with today's today's so how, so how would you fix the lakers i mean we touched on that a little bit like i like i said i'd move ad i don't think you're gonna get anything for westbrook but you can get pieces for ad but yeah step step one yeah trade away uh westbrook uh step two maybe get ad some robotic legs i don't know but well step step one for me is get younger and do that however you have to do it uh tr- you know Get what you can for AD because outside of LeBron, that's your most valuable asset, uh, especially when he's healthy. Uh, get rid of Melo. Get rid of Westbrook. 
you got to get younger. You got to get shooters. If you're going to keep LeBron, get shooters. Get shooters and heck, get another ball handler to to spell LeBron when he needs to either get a rest or score or whatever. Because I mean, LeBron's not going to play a full season. He's on, he's going to play. He's going to miss fifteen. Speaking of Mello, how long does he have left? I don't. <laughs> I, I mean, he could play. Somebody will probably sign him. I wouldn't if I was a genius. No. He's like, yeah, he's, you know, he's he's up there in age, but he's low mileage. Like he's he's still got some good years. Yeah, no. I mean, he's got like a couple of <laughs> he's got some good possessions. That's about it. Yeah. If if I'm a GM in the league, I'm if I'm running the Lakers, I'm getting younger. I'll keep LeBron, but I'm getting younger and I'm getting shooters. That's how you, that's how you can fix the Lakers. I mean, yeah, yeah, it's good to have a big, but like if you can trade AD and get a couple of pieces, you know, get a get another big, like you know, not quite the slasher that AD is, but that can fit in well with some shooters. You know, grab a rebound or two. But that that that's one way to do it. But sticking, continuing to talk Lakers and LeBron, uh, LeBron is third on the all-time scoring list. He's less than 2,000 points away from passing Kareem. Uh, they are first and third on the NBA scoring list, respectively. Uh, LeBron behind Carl Malone. Carl Malone. Carl Malone. This is Carl Malone. So, yeah. That was great. And so LeBron, he's... He needs 1,775 more points past Kareem. And he's played 2,007 fewer games than Kareem. So, interesting stat. Interesting stat I looked at today. It, it is, but... You fact-checked that? I did. And, well, and over the last two seasons, LeBron's averaged around 1,200 points, so who knows if he'll do it. He'll do it. He's going he's gonna to pass him. Yeah. Because he's going to play... He's going to play two more years, probably three if he wants to play with Bronny. Mm-hmm. I think Bronny is a junior in high school. So, apparently, now he's selling what he now he's got a what nil deal with some underwear, some crap. Is that what I seen on Twitter the other day? It's like, <laughs> cool, dude. I didn't see that. <laughs> I didn't see that, but uh, I mean, good for him. I mean, hey, get your. I'm not going to hate on anybody. Not that he needs it. I mean, I'm not going to hate on anybody for getting paid. Uh, hey, if you can do it, go for it. Yeah, take advantage of it. No. I mean, absolutely. So, I mean, LeBron came from nothing. I mean, he, he grew up in the projects, you know, single-parent household. Growing up in the projects, and now he's a gazillionaire pretty much. So, And he's, like, tripled his net worth, I think, since going out to L.A., you know, and just doing stuff on the side, so... I mean, hey, hey, get get your money, man. But uh, sp- speaking of getting money, did you see what Amazon offered Sean McVay to join their join their broadcast team? Which I didn't even know Amazon was carrying Amazon? football games. Really? Yes, Amazon, Bezos. I mean, you know that they're getting into this. It's Amazon. Yeah, they're taking that's a lot of money. I mean, did you see the figure though? Hundred million. Yeah, they offered Sean McVay a hundred mil, like a hundred million dollars. I don't know. I mean, t- what ten ten years? Uh, seven, eight. 
but ten a hundred million dollars to just come do, broadcast games. Like here, here's a hundred. Here's more than you're gonna get paid. Come talk on this microphone for us. Here's more than you're gonna get paid to just, you know, work your butt off. I mean, you'll get a break. I mean, pro coaches get a break in the off season, but here's a hundred mil. Here's more money to come do significantly less work. You know, much cushier job. Ah, man. I would have continued doing what he's doing, you know, coaching, but man, that, that's, I wonder if he even thought about it. Like I'm sure he, he probably to. didn't think about it. If I was in his shoes, which I am not, I would be like, well, if you, they want me this much now, surely when I'm ready to hang it up, they'll want me then. Maybe. So, and hell who knows by that time, on, Amazon, Amazon could have tried it out and realized that it just doesn't work out for them. But yeah, no, no, it's not like there's a shortage of uh, NFL games on TV. There can always be more. One thing I learned about this is looking all this up. Broadcasters get paid a lot of money. I should have went into broadcast journalism. Like journalism might have worked out for me had I not gone the print route. So and what's your what's your broadcaster voice? Like? I guess this, or I don't know. I did, I, I didn't do it, so I don't. You, you I, wouldn't I do anything. You didn't do anything special. I mean, I didn't. I didn't have to think of a catchphrase. So, putting me on the spot like this, no, I, I wouldn't be able to come up with something like clean, you know, like for television. So, I don't know. I'll I'll try to think on it. And we'll, we'll we'll work on it for next episode. Maybe, yeah, if I remember, <laughs> or if you remind me. So, yeah, I'm but making a note right now. Yeah. So. There's going to be some changes. Speaking of broadcasting, Aikman's going to ESPN, leaving Fox for more money. I mean, can't blame him. But then again, you're not going to get as good at games, and you're going to have to work more. So I don't know if it pans out for the couple mil more that you're going to get. But, I mean, hey, it's what he wanted to do. So, okay, cool. But, all right, so this, this had me thinking. So who, who's the best broadcaster football pro football broadcaster out there right now we're gonna throw we're gonna include the manning brothers in that um and the manning mannings are really fun to listen to um but they really don't talk about the game but uh they do but it's manning, just it's it's more it's like as it, much as the you know, it's like a fan play. it's like a fan yeah. would it's which i think is good i think it's cool oh, i think it's, it's something great. different it's something different. It's not the same old, same old. So, but I, I agree with you on that. Man, let's see. Who who do we have? Uh, I'm going to say. Romo, I'm, Aikman. And then we have, what, Joe Buck. And got Al, Al Michaels. Al Michaels. You, got, you got Chris Phillip. Collinsworth. Yeah, Chris Collinsworth. And does Gus Johnson do any NFL? You got Jim Nance. No, he just does college. But, oh, yeah, I forgot about Nance. But I'll, I'll say, I'll say, I think Al Michaels is still like the top as far uh, as just yeah. calling He's the game. Be up there, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say Al Michaels. But as far as just a guy just calling the get, like the guy, I'm, the guy that I get most excited about seeing is Rome <laughs> is Romo. Yeah, and it's, it's not gotta even, be Romo, and it's not even close. He's good. <laughs> like, like Romo gives you stuff you just don't get anywhere else 
I mean, he'll say, and he'll say, all right, Tom's about to check the, he's about to check the display and then they do it. You know, it's just, it's like, whoa, <laughs> you know, it's dude, just, it's I mean, been... he knows his stuff and he, yeah. and he is so good at like, he, he's got the face for it. He's got the personality for it. He can throw it, throw a joke in there. Yeah, so I mean, he pokes just, fun at himself pretty good too, whenever yeah. the time's right. I mean, Ro- Romo's just a dude you could like chill with, sure. you know, and he, and he, he could be the life of the party, but in a laid back, like cool way, not in a way like, Hey, look at me, but it, it's just, uh, <laughs> <laughs> we, we both, uh, uh, we look both over here. yeah, but it's, uh, I mean, yeah, Romo's definitely the guy I get excited about when I see he's calling a game. So I, I'm going to go outside outside of Al Michaels, who just is great at just calling the game. That's because he's been doing uh, it forever. Romo's a star, like in the now, but agreed. He's only going to get better at it as we go. And man, he's going to make a lot of money. I think he's getting like 18 mil oh, or something. He's gonna, yeah, he's gonna make bank. He'll be doing this for a while. He's already making bank, but yeah, he's going to make even more. Like just say uh, he's going to do this a while, and he's really good at it. So, yeah, Romo, very fun to watch, and I'll just uh, continue to watch. Enjoy, enjoy. I enjoy what he brings to the table. Like I'll, but it's not something any everybody can do. You know, like they like they put Drew Brees in the booth, like you know, calling game, and it's just not the same. I mean, he doesn't no. really, he doesn't really give you anything other than, uh, yeah, we've uh, we've done something like that before. We or this is what we did instead. And he just doesn't, I just don't think he's got the, he just, he just, he doesn't take me inside the huddle like Romo does, you know, he just, he'll just, he just kind of says, well, we did it like this. Romo's like, he just gives you this like story behind it and just quick, you know, just like kind of quick witted and oh, like this is about to happen here. Watch this. And this is why he's going to do it. And, you know, he just, he gives me this this side I'd, I've never gotten before from anybody else. So it's really cool to, to watch. I get a, you know, I get a kick out of it. You were going to say something that seemed like. No. Just listening to me go. Uh, yeah. Man. Just listen. You get excited about Tony Romo. It was great. I mean, dude, I mean he's, he's fun to watch, man. He's awesome. He is, he is. He's great at this. He's, be, he's better at this than he was a pro quarterback and he well, duh. no he was a yeah. let, let's not he was a heck of a pro he was a heck of a quarterback if only he would have won in the playoffs i mean is that his fault though i mean is that on him like completely the no, answer is not completely the answer is no no when jerry's your gm you're in trouble for sure we said we've seen how it's gone since Jerry couldn't get out of his own way and fired Jimmy. It's just been downhill ever since. I mean, they've had some good teams, but they've never had a team that I was like, that team should win the Super Bowl. Yeah. So where do you think Aikman fits in? Like what are your like what are your next ones? What's who's who's next after Romo? I mean, you gotta say what Buck. I like I like Aikman, but yeah, Joe I like I, Aikman too. I don't know. I like Joe Buck, but he kind of has this vibe about him that kind of would like, I can see like rub some people the wrong way. I can see that. Yeah. Uh, I mean like him and him and Aikman though. I mean that, that was a good duo. Well, 
Uh, I like Aikman. Uh, where I would rank him in there, I don't know. Uh, we'll see how it goes with ESPN. Like the like the ESPN crew, it was real. Like, I mean, Steve Levy's not. You know, he's not bad, but he's not somebody I get excited to see. Or the guy that they had that was the former Cardinals GM or something. Uh, I would just, you know, I, I would listen. I mean, they didn't do a bad job. I mean, they did a good job, but it was nothing. I was like, oh, I'm going to go to the Manning brothers, you know, because I know it's going to be something different. And, may, and, and I know that's part of why I like Romo so much, just because, I mean, he is, he's quick-witted. He's got a charm about him, but it's the, it's the taking me in. He's get, he gives me something else that nobody else is going to give me. You know, he he takes me inside the huddle. Like this is what's going to happen, and then it happens, and that's pretty cool. So, but I don't know where I would throw Aikman in there. I mean, he's up there, but I mean, he's not he's not better than those guys. No. All right. So, okay. Well, all right. So, if you're a Hall of Fame voter, are you voting Romo in the Hall of Fame in the Pro Football like Hall of Fame. We're not, he's not at the broadcasting level yet. No. I was going to say they can't see that on Spotify. So, no. Or, or Apple or Google Podcast. <laughs> so, you, so that's a no. Are we on anything else? Yeah. It's a it's definite no. <laughs> I'd, I'd vote him in. I feel like I know Eli was successful. You know, Eli's got championships, but. Championships. What, what I mean, what's going to be the cutoff for Hall of Fame class, man? It seems like as long as you have a decent, decent career long enough, I mean, it's always Hall of Famer. He did it for this long. He was pretty, man, he was pretty good for a while. I mean, because the Cowboys didn't have a quarterback what for what felt like it was 10 like years. What? Yeah. You know, and. And then they got him, and like, finally, we got somebody. I'm going to look at Romo's stats. But me watching him, I was like, I mean, he's a Hall of Famer to me. But, that, and that's what I'm saying. Like, if, I mean, I, Eli won championships, and that's what matters. Eli's going to be a Hall of Famer. He, he's got two Super Bowls and, did, and got them over Brady. Got <laughs> like, them over Brady, yeah. Yeah, one of which was the best team in history. So there's that. All right, let's look up Romo's stats real quick. Come on. Dead air. Hurry up now. Tony Romo's stats. What you got? How fast is your Google? Well, apparently not that, but it takes me to the whole. All right, let's go. All right, 248 touchdowns to 117 picks. 34,000 pass yards. So, I mean, yeah, it's, it's, I mean, those are good numbers. Now, are they Hall of Fame numbers? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe I would second guess that. 65% completion percentage. I don't know, man. He was a good quarterback for a while. I mean, yeah, but it's, being good for a probably, while don't get you in the damn Hall of Fame. It gets you in the NFL. Yeah, that's I mean, true. 
come on. I mean, at some point we just got to be like, no, y'all, y'all didn't meet the, this level. Y'all aren't getting in. I mean, I think that's fair. I changed my vote. Yeah. I would, I wouldn't I mean, if, if we're going, yeah, if we're just going to let people in and in some cases, high levels of mediocrity, I mean, what's the big deal in getting in the hall of fame? It was over mediocre. Well, yeah, I know. I was, over just, I was over exaggerating to make, make a point, but you but know I what I'm saying? I understand your point. Yeah. It like, but see, that you dude's could, unfreaking you could, believable. Yeah. That dude's in the hall of yes. fame. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, but you could see Romo play sometimes and say, man, that's a, that's a hall of oh, fame level player. Yeah. He showed glimpses for sure. But he, yeah, the long, and he, but he got hurt a lot at the end of his career. I mean, I'm, I'm but, sure one or two plays out of our uh, high school career, we showed uh, glimpses of Gold Glove, but uh, one or two plays out of all those years. I mean, but doesn't necessarily mean we're Gold Glove talent. <laughs> that's that's a fair point. That's a fair point. Yeah. So ah, I'm still on the fence about it, but. If, no, you're the, if you're on the I'll fence, that's over. Pro- um, if it, <laughs> but if you're on the fence, that's probably your answer, right? That should probably tell you what the answer should be if you're on the fence. Yeah, if you're on the fence, it's yeah, it should be a no. But I think he's going to do okay for himself. Yeah, he's in yeah. broadcasting. He's not losing any sleep over it. No. All right. Well. We've covered we've covered pro football. Oh, we did not cover no, the Kyler no, Murray man. thing. We did not color cover the Kyler Murray thing. What do we think about that overly uh, long statement that his uh agent put out? Like Kyler Murray desperately wants to win a Super Bowl. Well, I would hope so. I mean, everybody what starting wants quarterback to win a Super Bowl, man. He just wants to get paid. He wants to get he wants to get his fifty mil a year a year early just like is well, that what I mean, this is all about he's not he's not wanting to be traded think, or anything I, I just think he wants to get paid i think he wants to i think he wants to get out of his rookie contract and get get paid what he feels he's owed well and there's and you know his agent added in that statement i believe it was you know he's showing Something like rapid improvement. He well, shouldn't rapid I mean, improvement. It's, it's like okay, cool. Like it's in the. I mean, you get the rookie contract for what four years? I mean, I believe so. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's set set that way for a reason. Can't make can't break the rules just for you. And they have gone from like a three win team to like eleven or whatever oh, it was yeah. this year. So I mean, yes, of course they've shown improvement. But man, that's it's just an immature like. I dude. I just I mean I can see why people question his take my take your ball and go home, dude. Like the heck. Yeah, this is just something I think they put out there so he can get paid. But at the same time, it's like if you want if you desperately want to win a Super Bowl, if it's about winning, then you don't, don't get stomped in the playoffs. Well, well that too. But you don't you don't ask for fifty million. Instead, say Okay, let's use that money to give me put some better players around me. That's my argument if I'm the GM. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like like if you say it's all about winning, then let's take what you're wanting and use it to surround you with more talent. 
Like we've done that already. We've done that part. We know we we went and got DeAndre Hopkins. We went and got Chandler Jones. Uh, we signed JJ Watt. Didn't pan out, but no, it wasn't from a lack of trying. You know, we got you mm-hmm. the coach you wanted. Uh, it, it's you know, it, it's I don't know. I can understand why people question the dude's leadership. I didn't read the whole statement. I was like, I'm not reading that. I saw a pretty think, good tweet about it. You think that voice, you think that dude's voice is real? You think he's just like oversells it just, just a little bit too deep? <laughs> well, I think he does do that a little bit. <laughs> it's, it's like the, it's the 510 syndrome, I guess, in a six, in a six five league. That dude ain't 510. He may be, man. I mean, I would look that short standing next to those guys. I thought I'm, he was like 510. I mean, he could I be. Like, yeah. Yeah, we don't but, go around acting like that, dude. <laughs> of course, we aren't million dollar athletes either. Well, we can't play like him either. Yeah, it's. Yeah. I mean, he's a good player. Oh maybe, yeah, dude. But, he could have. He could be playing the major league baseball if if the season would go on. I mean, you'd be he doing. Did, I mean, he's done. He's done good things with the Cardinals. It's sure. but he's not a fifty million year quarterback. Aaron Rodgers is that if if that's what he wants. But at the same time, you're saying what your goals are. Like, if he were one like. A couple playoffs this season, maybe <laughs> he might have some ammo for that shit, but no. Either way, you, you play out your deal, and it, it's it's always it's, it's always kind of something with him. You know, it, it's you hear you hear rumblings from teammates how he how he behaves in the huddle out of it, and dude's got some serious like leadership issues. It's not the kind of kind of qualities. I want a starting quarterback as far as how you carry yourself on and off the field. And this is part of it. So he's a heck of a talent, but at the same time, I'm not going to, I'm not giving him 50 million a year. He's not worth that. Like I said, Aaron Rodgers would be if that's what he wanted. But like at at the same time, you're kind of saying what you want. You're saying what your goals are. If you're saying how much money you want like that, saying i just want to get paid i don't care about what kind of talent i have around me just because if if they end up paying aaron Rodgers 50 mil a year like it's reported he's denying it but who knows with him i mean goodbye Devontae adams good i mean because you can't goodbye surrounding pieces you're just saying let me get paid i mean but Rodgers does have his ring i mean he's he's got his ring but it's probably not going to be he's not going to add to it not with that but Anyway, it was, I thought, I didn't like the statement. I didn't like the the wording in it. I didn't like, I just didn't like the whole thing. I, I haven't liked several moves that Kyler Murray has made. And he's a heck of a player, but man, you know, <laughs> grow up. For sure. So. <laughs> And it sounds funny with all the short jokes, like you know we've we've gotten out of him. But I just I don't know how many times I've thought about the the Photoshop pictures of him being really tiny holding the football. It's fantastic, yeah. Yeah, it's great. And like yeah, Bar Barstool was like uh, for every retweet we get or something, we'll we'll <laughs> make him smaller. smaller. <laughs> <laughs> He's just got like this compared to like on the screen. <laughs> it was pretty it was fabulous. Great. It was fabulous. All right. Okay. The only thing I think we haven't covered. Okay. The, the Major League Baseball, the 
the players associate association declined the offer from the from major league baseball today to resume play or you know resume the season so as a result we're going to have the first two series canceled whatever that means i guess that means the first two series that teams play against each yeah, other probably first two weeks week and a half <laughs> yeah so so do we care that there's a delay or are we fine with the mlb season being shortened up considering I'm they fine. play 162 yeah, games anyway yeah i'm fine with it considering yeah they play way too many games they could Way too they many. could do a perm- permanent shorting of the season for sure. <laughs> yeah. I know the owners wouldn't like that, but I mean hell it's not like they're selling out the stadium every game. No. Uh, no. Now, I will say this, going outside today, I looked forward to it made me think of Travelers baseball and like man, this yeah. would be a good day for like a Traps game. Like actually being there at the park watching it is I mean hits different. It's the only way I can watch baseball, really, these days. Mm. You know, as I'm as I'm rocking my Cardinals hat, but yeah, it's just, it's hard to just sit there and watch it on TV, man. Especially with so much that's on TV now, and like that, when I have time to sit down and watch TV, I am it's going to be the show I'm watching, or you know, something like that, or 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 if it's a you know big football or basketball game, then I'll do it. Uh, but it can be about any football game and. I'll watch it, you know, as far as at least at the pro and some collegiate level. But yeah, bat basketball, give me a big game, then yeah, I'll watch that. Baseball, man, it's gotta be something. Gotta be playoffs. <clears throat> no, I did watch that Field of Dreams game. Uh, yeah, that was pretty cool. That was dope. And it ended up being a great game. That's Oh, who was it? It was the Yankees and what, like Houston or somebody? I can't remember. I think it was the Yankees and the White Sox. It was. It was the White Sox. Yeah. And, and didn't the, and I think didn't the, gosh, I can't remember who won. They all entered through the damn cornfield. I think awesome. it was the White Sox that won, right? Yeah. White Sox won. Yeah. On a walk off, like, oh, bomb. yeah. It's perfect, man. You yeah. couldn't ride it any better. It was a fan. Yeah. It was one. Yeah. It was super cool. Like they had just, just everything like looked amazing, and then they better do that again this year. They are. Oh yeah, no, it got huge ratings as it should. Now it helped that it was a phenomenal game. Like, it was a great game. It ended up being that, but because it kind of looked like the, yeah, it kind of looked like the Yankees were gonna coast. If I remember, one of the teams was gonna coast. Mm-hmm. I want to say it was the yeah. Yankees, and it ended up being just a heck of a game and heck of a finish. Uh, because the Yankees took the lead, like the following yeah, jumped inning. off, yeah, jumped off to a big lead. Well, but like then the White Sox, I think, overcame them, and then the Yankees took the lead again in the top of the ninth, and then it ended with the White Sox walk off. So amazing game, but yeah, they're definitely going to do that again. I I definitely want to see that, but I am okay with them. It'll be shortening their season. All right, so we we rolled through that. Now, what did we miss? Did we miss anything? What are our weekend plans? We'll throw that in there. Uh, Tennessee game. Maybe do my taxes. I've already done mine. (laughs) I did mine a couple weeks ago or so. So I was on top of that. I do get to watch the Tennessee, the the Arkansas-Tennessee game. So... 
yeah i I will i will definitely do that saturday but i'll be running a 5k that morning and then turning around and running the little rock marathon the fall or on sunday so that'll be my weekend there won't be a whole lot of anything else of course Year four in a row for Little Rock, although I think this will be my last one. I think I'll, I think I'll switch to the half after that, and just stick with that. So that'll be my weekend plan. It's just lots of running, but my fat belly needs it, so totally good with it. So that's what we'll be doing. I know everybody just uh, dying to hear that. So, <laughs> yeah. All right, so. Episode 18 in the books. I feel like we rolled through that pretty well. Killed it. So we will sign out here, ladies and gents. Again, visit rhinoraces.com. Check out their race series, five different races, 5K, 10K, half marathon, marathon, Rhino Ultra. Check us out here on YouTube. Uh, also check us out, Spotify, Apple, and Google Podcasts. Follow us on the Twitter. We'll post. Uh, we'll continue to have our post on that and post this episode as well, at Shoe Booty Sports. So, from Grand Pal. Oh, yeah, Bradley Brown. Yeah. A little delay there. We'll work on that. Uh, Till next time, ladies and gentlemen. Thanks for listening. For sure. Sam Washington. Washington or watching? Sam watching. I think there's a lot. I don't know. It sounds like Washington. (laughs) All right. So, Kerry Washington. Do that. Deuces.